Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on living victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. As a security professional with over 23 years of experience throughout the world, I've discovered the best practices to keep you safe and secure in almost any situation. Your security is strong when you remember your security. I love technology. The fact that we can send data across the world in an instant. Well, heck, we can talk with someone on the other side of the world right now. It's just amazing. It's mind-blowing. But I have seen a growing trend in decreased awareness in just about everyone that I meet. Going from corporate individuals, parents, students, even technicians throughout the world, and I trace it back to technology. The more engaged people are, and I'm talking about engaged on their devices, the less aware they become. You know, um, now don't get me wrong, I catch myself doing the exact same thing and I have to change my habits. And by doing so, I'm avoiding a world of hurt. Now, being aware plays a major role in our survival. The professionals in the security world call it situational awareness. They break it down into identifying three elements, objects, frame, and projections, or I call them implications. Now, let's walk through these three very carefully. Objects. These are the things or objects that surround you on an everyday basis, no matter where you are. They may be people, they may be vehicles, trees, buildings, machinery, whatever you see around you, those are the objects I'm referring to. Then we have frame. It's an interesting concept referring to what you what should be there and should be doing. An easy example of frame would be a sporting event like a marathon, right? You expect to see athletes, bystanders, coaches, sporting officials, and even law enforcement directing traffic. This is the frame for a marathon. And finally, we have projections. It is the final element and this is one where the observer must conjure up a, a, a projection of what is going around them. It is the projection or the next steps in the future of the objects acting in the frame they see. <laughs> Sounds easy, right? But before we can even wade into the theory of situational awareness, we must understand ourselves. It's believed that Socrates was the one who said, to know yourself is the beginning of wisdom. And without a doubt, adding one more thing to the gazillion things that have, that we have on our plate to do will not make us more situationally aware. And that is the main issue or reason we are vulnerable when we're at work, at the grocery store, the mall, walking through the airport, or taking pictures at the Louvre. It's distractions. For the most part, we live a distracted life. We are engaged in our handheld devices, the phone call, the last meeting we had, the reports or the documents that need to be completed and sent in, arguments we had at home, or the grocery list we were asked to get. We live completely distracted. And when we live live distracted, we are many times only subconsciously aware of the objects around us. We don't even register the frame, and we don't have time to do mental gymnastics with projections. 
I'll explain this later after this short break. This may sound new age to many, but we must live in the now. Not in this morning's traffic jam on the freeway, not in next week's visit from your in-laws, but in the now. Now I've identified three distractions that keep us from living secure and living in the now. And those are physical, mental, and emotional. Now physical distractions can come in many forms. The greatest of these are our electronic devices, which I've talked about since the first part of the podcast. We seem unable to put these things down. These smartphones that we have in our pockets, in our hands, connected to our ears, connected to everything. But they can be other things as well, like our kids, crowds, the conversation in the car, the radio, the weather. Mental and emotional distractions many times go unnoticed and yet can be some of the most deadly. You know, we must be purposeful and deliberate in every event of our daily lives. I read a really good book entitled Getting Things Done by David Allen. And in his book, he points out that most of us humans try to keep everything in our head. And in doing so, we forget or we fail to get done what is being requested of us. This is exactly what I'm talking about. With all our to-do lists in our head, along with the emotional feelings of the day's events floating around, we struggle to stay in the now. We fail to see the truck barreling toward us. We fail to identify a threat to our life. So without getting too far into it, we must do our best to compartmentalize our actions and daily events. This will free us up to be aware of the now. Use some of the tips David mentions in his book. Get the to-dos out of your head and onto paper or a device you're comfortable with. Now, as for emotional distractions, (laughs) you're on your own. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, for emotional distractions, I can only suggest what works for me, and that is to either write it down and deal with it later, or simply forgive and forget. I know, I know, it's easier said than done, but it's something that I'd strive to do, and it has helped me a lot. Now, on a side note, the emotional and mental distractions have a way of slipping out. So you have to be prepared to remind yourself that they have been taken care of. On time to time, when they do slip out, you have to catch yourself before you start dwelling on it and tell yourself you'll address it later at a more appropriate time. Or if you've already taken care of it, you've done it. Once you've taken care of the distractions, well, you can follow the next steps or this checklist I use to become and to stay situationally aware. Take a moment and recognize the different areas you usually work and live in. Some examples would be your home, your office, grocery store, the mall, an airport, the house of worship. Now, each time you visit one of these places, get into the mindset of that place. In other words, be cognizant of switching your mental channel from one place to the current place. In the mall, you should be expecting to see and see actions of certain people and certain things around you. It'll be different than in your house of worship. 
That's what I mean. Now, each place has a frame. Take a moment to look around and take in the objects and the actions around you. Ask yourself if there is anything or a person out of character for the frame you're in. Then create a projection of what the frame will look like in the next few minutes based on the objects and actions you've recognized. If anything is put, anything is out of character for the frame or the projection you created might place you in harm's way, follow the two objectives for personal security. Avoid risk and escape threat. So let's go through that checklist on something simple like going out to the parking lot of your grocery store. As you leave the grocery store and you have your grocery bags with you, you can look into the parking lot and remember, we're trying to identify your objects in the frame. So notice that there is cars in the parking lot. There are certain people walking to and from the parking lot. Something outside of the frame or outside of the usual would be someone lurking between the cars longer than a few seconds to get their keys out or to get in or out of their vehicle. That, those actions would be strange. Someone sitting in the back of a pickup truck would be strange. A van with the door open would be strange and not part of the frame. So anytime you see those things that are not part of the frame, then like I said, we must refer to our two objectives, avoid risk and escape threat. If the risk is far enough away from your car that there doesn't pose to be any direct, uh, you, you won't have a direct contact with that vehicle or that person, then can proceed to your vehicle and leave. But if that van or that individual is close enough on the path you would take to your car, then avoid risk, contact someone inside the store or wait until that person or that van leaves. Now, if you'll let me, I'd like to recommend two books in this episode. Getting Things Done by David Allen, I mentioned him above, you know, and The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. Both of these books are fantastic and will greatly improve your awareness and increase your personal security. So let me sum up. Being aware plays a major role in your survival. There are three elements to situational awareness, objects, frame, and projections. The greatest enemy to awareness is distraction. When you can control physical, mental, and emotional distractions, you can start on your you can start on your situational awareness. Follow the checklist on being situationally aware, and you will see a big difference in your life. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Your Security. Your comments and support are greatly appreciated. Until next time, remember, your security is strong when you remember your security.